Welcome to Johnny and Brodsky with your hosts, Johnny Kim and Brandon Brodsky. Hey, this is Johnny Kim, your lifestyle and business consultant. And this is Brandon Brodsky, CTO and founder of Brodsky LLC. And today we're going to be talking about qualifiers and relationships. And we have a special guest, Emma Jangle. Yeah, so I'm Emma Jagel, and I'm in school right now um, getting my master's in marriage and family therapy. And this is a kind of an interesting connection we've all had. Uh, I've been friends with Johnny for about maybe 14, 15 years. I've been friends with Emma for about seven years, and they're both in very similar fields. So we're able to have a kind of a unique conversation today, and we're going to go into maybe what like I want to find in, in a girl and what Emma wants to find in a man and compare those things to see what similarities there are. So let's first talk about what qualifiers are and like what really what we're looking for. There are specific sure. categories, right? You already kind of like dissected your everything into. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Like what are your categories? So we have uh, both Emma and I made lists before this conversation and and we split these up into... There's really seven different categories. There's a culture slash beliefs, personality, career, the overall relationship, passions, physical, and then Emma added this one called the bonus category <laughs> for things that are maybe... What kind of, would be nice. Yeah, you said like left-handed would be nice. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. so we can hold our retarded hands. Yeah, very cute. Uh, so... They might not be super important. I, you know, I guess my bonus category would be like, I want a girl to have, like, not like olives because it's that whole olive philosophy. Uh, olive theory from How I Met Your Mother. I think that's kind of nice. I'm not familiar with so, this theory. Okay, in the show, they go on the olive theory and they said that when someone likes an olive and the other one doesn't like the olives, the person who doesn't like them gives all the olives to the person who likes them. And it really makes for a really compatible relationship. And those people tend to work well together. Oh, it's called the you olive know, theory. I've had that theory too. I just didn't realize that it's already a thing. Because <laughs> I was just talking earlier with my boyfriend about how he hates pineapple. And I can't fathom that. Pineapple's my favorite. But now I appreciate that he doesn't like it because then I get, get to more. eat all of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's great. It's great. Or, I don't know, you can do this with uh, anything like capers. I love capers. And, I hate capers. Oh, uh, so maybe we would work well together. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, let's uh, go into a few of these. And Johnny, you want to lead this? Yeah. So, there's a couple. Let's start with just one of them. Let's do, like, personality. Okay. Let's, let's compare it with what you have and what Emma has. <clears throat> It'll be, like, a nice contrast between, like, a female perspective and a male perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think that my biggest things with personality would be uh, I want them to be really happy, optimistic, and really positive uh, just because I'm a, I'm a positive person. And I think that's really important. What about you? What's your top thing? My top thing would be life experience and someone who doesn't judge people and understands that everyone has their own story and who's been through, you know, crap of his own in his life and has overcome it. 
Interesting. I, 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 I've actually never thought of them overcoming anything. That mm. was never even a, a thought of mine. It's also kind of that dyma- dynamic we talked about, right? And maybe you care less about that because you're like, oh, I'll just take care of them anyway if they didn't go through it. I'll help them get, get through it. Maybe. And compared maybe. to Emma, Emma wants right. already somebody who's already been established, who's been through all that. So maybe. more of like... It also helps or it plays into how we both like traditional roles. Sure. So for me, a man who I know will take care of me as a woman has been through stuff to kind of prove like he has it on his resume that he can take care of me. <laughs> because he's taken care of himself and improved those parts. Right. So he can probably take care of you as well. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And maybe it's not as important to me because of that. Exactly. No, I, I do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't say that I don't appreciate it, but... If I heard like a girl was said, oh, she used to be like really heavy into drugs or alcohol, like that wouldn't be, and she got, overcame it. I think that's a really great thing in general for people, but I don't think it would be a thing that would, it would be neutral. It would just you. be neutral yeah. for me. Like, Interesting. It wouldn't matter at all. Yeah. And there's that where that gender dynamic comes into play, it, right? It actually might even be a negative, to be honest, because they have to, some of the things could be bad. Like a, like drug addiction or like stuff. daddy issues. <laughs> yeah, it would or set like... off a little bit of red flags <laughs> that she came from chaos. That maybe she's used to chaos. Yeah, and some issues he might like, like daddy issues, especially uh, with the type of girls in that in an like. unhealthy way. In yes. an unhealthy way, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they, maybe there's some psychology behind this that I don't know about, but I tend, I don't think that I would like a girl with too many issues, mm. too much baggage baggage see it's something if she has the issues currently but it's another thing if she's gotten past that i just think that's admirable sure oh, I, I can't argue with that yeah but whether it makes like really the conversation is is this something that i want in a girl or not and it's just not a and i just don't necessity. know yeah so it's interesting that's something that we have a little difference right. well it's also very important to me that the man would really you know be inspired by my story and my overcomings too. Like I sure. would want him to be glad that I've had experience. Because that would mean that guy is probably more experienced himself, right? Yeah. And he's like more high quality and higher value compared to a guy who hasn't been through much and doesn't care. Right. Sure. What kind of experiences would they have to go through? Like in what way? Um, he should have been in love before. I think it's important that someone needs to experience heartbreak and has been dumped before and has had that low. Um, And gone through the depressing times and really really understands what they're like in those times and and maybe even how to get out of it. Yeah. And Uh, I think it's, it's it's also important that they have experienced a death to someone close to them. Right? It's just something... It's a really real experience to have and it helps me know that he understands like what i've been through in my life because you know i've lost my father so it's i don't it's just important to me that sure it's a mutual understanding of what it is definitely i think it kind of goes to the core it's like emotional intelligence definitely you know what i mean definitely it's like if you don't have emotional intelligence you're kind of a lower value like i think people would consider you as a lower value compared to somebody who has high eq Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like social savviness and things like that and social awareness, even personal awareness. Mm-hmm. 
Another thing that'd be really important to me personality-wise would be if they're like grateful and appreciative. That if maybe I did something for them, that they would really appreciate it more than just take it for granted. Or be the, be the type to really be grateful and appreciative about where they came from and maybe the their background and really, really take pride in, in their own personal history. That would be really attractive for me. So are you saying you're looking for validation or acknowledgement for your efforts? Some. Okay. Yeah, some. I mean, I think that if we went out to, let's say we went on vacation <laughs> and we got back and she's like, oh, when are we going to go on our next vacation? I would be like, what the hell? What? I don't, I just, we just went on vacation. I took off work. You should be appreciative of, of this. And then she's complaining about going on vacation again. Uh-huh. That, that would really be annoying. Right. What do you think about that? I'm just thinking of the Jewish American princesses that do oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could say that uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine. <laughs> really? I could say that, that conversation has happened. Conversation of... Oh my god, we never do anything. And I was like, we literally just got back from vacation. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think another aspect that I look for in personality that's really important would be loyalty and honesty and trustworthiness. Oh, absolutely. I think those are just... Well, it goes without saying, honestly. Yeah, I know. It's not a real relationship unless you can provide that for them. Well, these go along with like the four pillars that we talked about, right? Yeah. There's a trustworthiness. There's compassion. Communication. Communi- is it communication? Yeah. It's, it's trust, communication, physical touch, sex, and mutual respect. Okay. Yeah. So these things it are goes without saying. out of the box. Those are the things that I think are the main formulas to form love in general. Mm-hmm. So those are, without question, important. Definitely. And when you guys go through these, you have all these lists, and I think it's very important to know what you guys exactly want at the same time, right? Because that way you're not just going on aimless dates, right? Definitely. Rather saying, like, uh, we'll sure. see. Or when you go on a date, I mean, a date is almost like an interview, right? You can just, you go on it, and you're testing the person. And understanding, okay, this is not what I want right from the start. Just don't waste any more time. Mm-hmm. One date isn't a big deal. That's, that's interesting that you say it's an interview type of thing, because... When girls hear that, they get a little disgusted by it. They get a little turned <laughs> off by that, right? Really? That depends what the girl's looking for, but I don't know. For yeah, a that's girl, initially, that's like how I the see initial it. reaction when somebody, when a guy says, "Oh, it's a date," is kind of like an interview. That just initial, like primal reaction to that is right. you. Like, no, they need to be wooing me, and they like need to it needs be to be fun. Me on like, this date. Yeah, it's they shouldn't be. It should. You should. It is because you're qualifying at the same time, right? Sure. That's I, I you know that's what you mean. But at the same time, it needs to be framed in a way. It's like, oh, it's a fun thing. We're just hanging out, and we'll see if you know. We'll see where it goes. Getting compared to, to know you. yeah, compared okay. to like, oh, this is a this. Well, this, I'm this, not gonna. This. I'm not gonna. I know. Tell I know. her like I'm not gonna say this is an interview. <laughs> hey, I'll see you at Blee at, at five p.m. This is gonna be an interview. Do not be late, or I'm just gonna throw your resume away. Sorry. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Thick papers. Uh, yeah, you good, better be. Good, good plus. 
it's funny though because I feel like before I even go on a date with someone, if I'm really serious, I would have the interview beforehand because I don't want to waste my time. Exactly. Do I want to get to know you if I know that you don't want kids? Do I want to get to know you if I know you don't want a relationship? You know, like but that alone is an interview. My argument with that is sometimes people don't know they want kids until later. Or they don't know they want a relationship until they find a person they want a relationship with. I mean, in almost all my past relationships, I didn't necessarily want a girlfriend. It was like, <laughs> but I ended up with a girlfriend because it was like, that was the right person at the right time. And I was going to do it. Yeah. So why would I? So if I just say, I don't want a girlfriend, that I don't think is a fair, a fair thing. That's one of the ways we're different, though, because I want someone who is looking for me. You know, sure. I want someone who wants what I want. That's how we're different. I'm more future focused than you. We've discussed that. <laughs> but I would say that's true. I'm I'm very future focused with other things, just not with my not relationship yet. It's good to be present, though. Yeah, sure. You want to go over another category? I want to actually go into like, you know, so we're conscious of these all these qualifiers and things like that. Mm-hmm. Do you need attraction before? You, do you just constantly keep this in mind while you're on a date with somebody or you're hanging out, or do you go to this list after you feel something? Like you feel an attraction, you're like, you know what? I think I could be serious with this girl or guy, and, oh, and maybe and I should. It, yeah, is now, it real? yeah, is it real? Now maybe sure. I should qualify, or do you just qualify straight up the bad and you're like, you know what? He needs nope. He needs to follow all these things. If he doesn't, no, I'm gonna put him out of my life. I think that I would go and I want to feel that attraction, that excitement first. And once I feel that, then I'm looking at, oh, wow, this girl has this feature, this feature, this feature. And then compare it against what she doesn't have. And at that point, then I'm going to do little like tests on her, right? And one of these tests that I, that I do is, like, I think I'm very mature in some areas. Uh, but I like to be immature and I, in some other areas, uh, like maybe practical jokes or, uh, I don't know, stupid, immature, uh, jokes about different things. I don't want to be completely serious and I hope I never a hundred percent grow up ever. I mean, my, my dad and I have the same humor and it's definitely immature and I hope that I become like him. Uh, so, so like you throw little tests like, yeah like that's what i say i say i release some of the crazy just to let, <laughs> give them a little taste see just what happens yeah. yeah like uh i don't know a past girlfriend when we first started dating i said to her like do you want to come to my pants party as kind of a little joke because that could be kind of offensive to some women and some women might take it seriously some or women just haven't some. seen anchorman yeah <laughs> exactly but others might find it very funny and the girls that find it funny are exactly what i would want to date if she doesn't like it and she finds it weird and it just what the hell is this guy saying because this is so bizarre that's the type of girl i don't want anything to do with Mm. and if that kills the mood and kills your relationship i don't want to be in that anyway that's not for me so i'll do those little things to kind of see if she'll run the other way or maybe she she'll enjoy it so you do tests like after you're you have attraction uh yeah yeah after 
Is that the same for you? Yeah, I would say so. I don't even think of a guy romantically unless I'm not attracted to them first, you know? Yeah, there has to be at least a little bit of attraction. And then that's when you start qualifying? Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. Same thing for you? Um, yes. But there is a point, maybe in a woman's life, maybe in a man's life, when you know what you're looking for and you're ready to settle down and, you know, it's kind of like online dating. Do they have the qualifications first? And then, well, are they okay looking? Then I'll take them, you know? Um, <laughs> luckily, you think maybe that's just settling, though? That's like, it like, could be that's settling. Like, that's like at that point, you're just like, fuck it. I'll just settle with, like, the first one that seems okay. I mean, if I'm still single at 35, I'm doing that. Yeah? <laughs> but, I mean, everyone has their own yeah. their own timeline, their own threshold of when they're like, fuck it. I'm just well, gonna... if you're still single at 35, just give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that would be, that yeah. be doable. Is that for you? Same thing for you, Brandon? If you're, like, what Maybe, should we just I don't age? Know. Do we need to sign know. something right now? Put this Definitely. in paper? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but uh i um uh, i don't know i like to uh i forgot what i was saying the test yeah i like to test to see like different things um also another another good test would be if a girl pays or not or offers to pay i, I think for the first date i don't mind paying i think that's kind of the the standard thing to do for a lot of guys is they pay the first date. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the second, third, fourth date, if she never offers to pay, it's a serious turnoff. Like, I think a girl should be at the same level as me, no matter what. We're both eating this dinner. We should both pay for it. And I understand that maybe I'd be paying like 60% of the time. And that's okay. I don't, I don't mind that. But Sixty percent. Yeah, look, that's I not tell. very traditional, Brandon. Yeah, I no, can tell I, she's like totally disapproving of this right now. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I, seventy-five. Seventy-five. I can live with that. I don't. It's not a big deal. But I think that she should offer to pay sometimes. I think that's a big thing for me. Yeah, and I think you know a true woman would offer. But one of my tests is to see his reaction when I offer to pay. So what's the correct? In, uh, reaction the insisting on paying but then you know after a couple offers a real man would kind of suck it up or be like well let's do 50 50 oh. or okay fine but i get to buy you a drink later you know something like that that's usually what i say i was like oh get the next time yeah and i think that's a fair thing to do or be like, tell you what, you go buy us ice cream. Like something where it's like, okay, like I want to take the bulk sure. of this, but I'm going to, you know, suck it up and let you I, have something. That's interesting. I was out one time uh, recently and these, uh, this couple in front of me, the girl was trying to pay and the guy got super, super upset about this. Is it like a first date, you think? I don't know. It was probably very weird. Like she was got all emotional and it was Ugh. very bizarre she's like i just want to pay no you can't pay and it was just a big big deal oh that's another thing if i never paid i would feel terrible yeah i, I mean people like to i mean it's you're giving a gift in a sense and i think that's good to feel that you're needed it also depends on kind of maybe the situation mm-hmm. let's say you're dating someone and like 
they're super, super wealthy and like well known. Like you're dating like Mark Zuckerberg. Then it's like, okay, you know what? I can see why Mark Zuckerberg would always pay. It's also but, a principle, right? It's yeah. also integrity. Like no matter so how much money you have. Like I would if I made a billion dollars or if I made thirty thousand dollars a year, I would still have that integrity of like I should be like I think it's also different, like depending on what phase of the relationship it is. If, right. if you're at that courtship dating phase, compared to you've been together boyfriend and girlfriend for five years, sure, that's gonna be a different dynamic. I think if you're at the courtship phase, this is just my belief, but like a guy should be able to pay hundred percent of everything until they become like boyfriend girlfriend material. You know, I think we should rephrase this a little bit on the if they're like a billionaire, right? It would be that if they go to a place where they can both afford, they can split it either way. But now let's say they're going to a standard of living that's one can afford and the other really can't. I think in that situation, like it makes sense that the guy would pay for or whatever wealthy, the wealthier person would pay more. So a good example would be, let's say I dated a girl and she's uh, maybe still in college and she has a, she doesn't make much money at all. She like lives at home. But I still want to go to nice places. I want to go to like a Ruth Chris steak dinner or something. I can't expect her to pay for that. That's not fair. Because she can't afford that. Whereas if it's someone who we go to dinner at, I don't know, a, a middle of the line restaurant, then it makes sense that we both split that. Cause we could, both could afford it. That makes sense. I think that's fair, right? Yeah. And is this like a dating phase or are you talking about like? Sure. Dating, yeah. So you would like, would you like initiate that after like the first date or would you do it on the first date? Uh, pay for the first date? Yeah. Or would I, you say, hey, 50-50? I don't mind paying for the first date. I actually kind of feel more comfortable paying for the first date. Like after how many dates would you be like, hey, it's 50-50 time? <laughs> I, probably second. Second? But the second I still offer to pay. Hmm. And then, but it kind of... Sometimes you get to the third, fourth, and I'm like, okay, like, we're going out. It's becoming a little more serious. Like, I, I expect her to pay a little bit more. Is that the same for you? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, the second date, I would feel terrible if he just took the bulk of it or or took the whole thing. Uh, second date, I would want him to allow me to buy dessert or, you know, the activity. Hmm. I have, like, a kind of a different rule for that. Like, if it's, if I'm invited, after the like maybe the third date, if I'm inviting them, I'm still going to pay. But if they invite me to like uh, one of their things, then we'll do like 50-50 kind of a thing. But if I'm inviting them to a specific event or a specific restaurant or specific mm-hmm. whatever, then I take the responsibility to pay for her. That was just me. You're the host. Yeah, I'm the yeah. host. Okay. So I have that rule. Like okay. everyone has that different rule, but that, that always worked out. And if she invited me to something, then I'll just kind of pay for myself and she could pay for herself. We, we would mm. like to do it 50-50 that way. That's just my though. I don't know what you guys think of that. That makes sense I, too. I never heard of that, but I, I like it. Yeah, right? Sure. I think that made sense for me. Yeah. Like, I, I'm going to take the responsibility. And also, it's it's like we also need to think about like why that's such a big thing, right? Why paying for the second date or the first date or the third date is so important for the guy to pay for that. Uh-huh. I think the core, you know, the core root of that is, hey, because we, we talked about the evolutionary like primal responses. Right, what a girl likes to see in a guy and what a guy likes to see in a girl, primal-wise, in a very, like, just, like, just totally a limbic brain just into the core center is yeah. survival and replication value. Mm-hmm. So when a guy says, hey, I'll pay for this, 
compared to can you get this right it shows like survival value it sure. shows that i could take care of you and that's huge for any girl if a, if a girl feels like he, she's not safe with you or you're lower than her or you can't provide for her or you, you can't even sustain yourself i think that's universally like not a good trait right no i do like that and that that explains why if the girl invites the guy he would pay his own way exactly. as opposed to the girl hosting back exactly right that's just how i like so i could see like the core reasons behind things and then kind of shape my integrity and my principle behind that but i don't know about you guys same way like why do you, why do you think you guys feel that same urge to like oh the guy needs to pay i feel like because of the survival replication value and that's just what kind of man like i am as my identity how about for you guys or have you thought about like the reasons why? you know what I don't know. I just always just do it. Yeah, it's more like also, I think it could also be tradition. But to be like, honest, that's what we were just brought up to be, like, believe. I offer to pay, no matter who I'm with. Now, it's like even if I am going out with just a friend that I haven't seen in a while, uh, male or female, like it doesn't have to be a date, and I and I go and I try to pay because I think it's a, a nice thing to do. I guess it depends on what you're doing, right? I'm not going to go buy him a Six Flags ticket. <laughs> but uh, if we go out to dinner and I haven't seen someone in a while, I offer to pay. And then if they offer to pay too, we split it, whatever. Yeah. But. Sure. No, I agree with the primal theory. And yeah, I'm, I agree with that too. Yeah, like I'm looking for someone who wants to take care of me. And that's definitely a little test that would show it. Exactly. But um, Brandon, the girl offering to pay, doesn't that... Um, show that she has a sense of gratefulness like how you were talking about what you look for in a personality oh absolutely it absolutely does mm -hmm. yeah that she's appreciating it more than just someone's paying for it mm -hmm. <clears throat> she's appreciating that we took the i took the time to go out with her which i think is important because i appreciate that she took the time to go out with me right that's interesting and how do you qualify when you qualify? Like, do you do specific tests like yourself? Like, that's like to test for certain things like personality and things like that. Or do you have like a test where it kind of like covers a couple of things? I think I do tests. I, I release a little bit of the crazy one step at a time. I see how he reacts when I get a little too drunk. And I see how he reacts when I bring up that I have guy friends. I, you know, it's all like... How would he react? Yeah. I think that, that, that is shit test, basically. Yeah. In a way. Because that's like, oh, let's see how he reacts to this. Let's see if they're jealous Does he supplicate? Not. Is he beta? Or is he able to handle this? Is he the type of alpha that's willing, like, that he's been through this before and he knows how to... So it kind of also goes back to pre-selection. If, sure. if he was enough with enough girls, he should have experienced this before. Mm-hmm. Like, so if he doesn't have any experience with other girls, he would just freak out. He wouldn't know what to do, curl up in a ball, nothing, right? But Alphas, who's been, who's had been with a lot of girls in, in the past, pre-selection, he'll be like, oh, it's just one of that. Oh, I've seen this. I've been yeah, with many, a, like, attractive deal. girls, and she, they do this all the time. I just have to do this. It's fine. That's like a, so it's like that primal value again, the pre-selection. Sure. I don't and know I if mean, you've heard that I before. would want, yeah. Like, pre-selection theory of, like, how to make, like, for a guy. Compared to a guy who's been who's a virgin who's never been with a girl, compared to a guy who's been with a lot of girls who had that experience, not as like a playboy or like a slut, like you know things like that, but more like 
he had experience. Like he he has a lot of beautiful girls in his life, either friends or previous ex girlfriends. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to get intimate instead of having it thrust upon him, and he doesn't know how to sort with his emotions and stuff like that. Exactly. What do you think? I mean, I agree. I don't. I don't have much to add to this. Do you ever, do you ever display that that you're pre-selected? Like, how do you display, or do you even display it? Like that you have pre-selection value. Uh, pre-selection, like to show that I'm attractive to them. That you've been with a lot of girls without saying like, "Hey, I have a lot of girls that I dated," or "I slept with a shitload of girls." Without you know, obviously saying that. How do you display pre-selection, or do you even display it at all? I probably do subconsciously, but I don't. I don't know if I do or not. I think um, a good way of doing it maybe would be. I don't know. I actually, I'm not sure. The way how, I how used to do it. to do it, pictures. I took a shitload of pictures when I was single with like different girls, just friends, even because just having friends, having girls just in your uh, vicinity, good point. right? Oh, like obviously she's cool with him. So he has more value. Boom, every single time. So I would do like a photo album. Oh, blah, blah, blah. This is before sure. Instagram too. So I would just have this on my phone. I'm like, oh yeah, I just took a lot of photos and I would like kind of give that to a girl. Oh, remember how you used to have like the portable fo- portable cameras? Oh, the mm-hmm. digital Yeah, ones, digital yeah. point and shoots before iPhones and all that. I would, ha- I would literally ca- carry that to the club or lounge. I'll be like, I'll take pictures in the club and lounge and have fun and have a huge flash. That's called, I call that flash game, where it's like in, there's a huge flash in a dark club. Mm-hmm. People will be like, what, what, are they, <laughs> what are they doing over there? Oh, that looks fun. Oh. And they'll, they'll see me with the camera, like, hanging out with all these girls. Pre-selection right there on the spot. And with the girl that I'm taking photos with, I'll show them pictures and they'll obviously go through it. But I'll have more pictures in there from other nights and other friends that I hang out with. That's and a good strategy. Like, oh, like that. oh like he's that. popular. Yeah, people he's like like popular. People, and they're That's all hot. Also true. All these girls are hot. Fuck. And now what girls would do is start comparing themselves to these girls, and which really raises a buying temperature. But this is, this is becoming a little too advanced game. <laughs> this, is a, this is a little too advanced game. But that's just what I did. Oh, I, I do that. I like to say that I'm friends with girls. Because then it shows that another girl is comfortable with hanging out with me. She could too. Exactly. That's important. Mm-hmm. And I think you do that with a lot with like stories and like... I bet you do even with Emma like how you talk about Natalie and your relationship with her and things like that and maybe relationship with other girls you've hooked up with or but you know you see how you could disguise that as like oh I'm having trouble with this chick but just by saying that alone and you could show a picture of whoever you're dating and having trouble with sure that's pre-selection but he's you know oh she's having he's like she's being a troublemaker or whatever and you could frame it like that too (laughs) <laughs> that could you get you saying? friend zoned though that's a different topic that's a different topic that's it a different could. topic it could but, but you the know, only difference in a nutshell the difference between like friends friendship zone and hookup girlfriend whatever zone is all physical touch it's attraction it's all physical touch that's the only difference I think it, it was I so in uh, high school I was a little scrawny little kid and then as soon as I got the muscles I had a few, few girls that were like all of a sudden wanting to hook up with me that called me their brother. Like, yeah, and I was like, it's like what the hell? Like, it was like it was bittersweet. Cause they're good-looking <laughs> girls, but then I'm like, what the hell? You didn't like me before? Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was fun. 
Yeah, I used to, when I was very beginning, I used to get that. But after I got pretty good, I would use that to my advantage. Sure. You know what I mean? I have these friends. Like, friends are fine. A lot of guys, they go, oh, that got friend-zoned with these hot chicks. Well, when you get, when you get friend-zoned and you don't have any other options, you could still... that can be frustrating to a lot of guys. Yeah. But if you have options already exactly. and you don't need them in the, anyway, exactly. then it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And you just have to use that. Mm-hmm. But I think and that's a good just... thing. Like having friends with girls is fine. The a easiest lot of girls, fix. Oh, if, if I, since I didn't sleep with them, I'm a failure. The easiest fix is just be a good looking guy. <laughs> yep. And that's literally what we say it doesn't matter for guys. That's a whole different topic. Like yeah. attract like physical. I don't think it's the number one priority as compared to guys. Oh, no. I think it depends on age. No. Yeah, I, I think in high school, phys- the physical looks of a guy were much more important. There were guys who were ugly as hell, and they had the charm. Sometimes. Like sometimes. Personality. But I think looks were much more important then than they are now. I think like at our age, when we were approaching 30, it's more, are you... Uh, what are you doing in your life? Are you that breadwinner? Are you that provider? So. For me, in high school game, it was about popularity. Yes. Rather than social climbing. Are you, yeah. Are you like attractive or hot? Sure. I mean, sure, sure. A lot of the hot guys were the jocks and who actually worked out and they were popular. They were just also hot looking, good looking. But right. You think the most desirable guys weren't necessarily good looking no they were the most popular most yes popular. exactly so like you, the you class know. clown always had a hot girl exactly that's true He's no matter how, how ugly or whatever they, they're usually like fit because they're usually jocks and they, yeah, that's it, how it, you become popular in some high schools so you're probably correlating those two things but like the core of it i think is the popularity so it's like that social savviness it's like pre-selection and sure, everything sure Interesting. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah. What, what do you think is the most attractive part for most girls? For most? I mean, it has to be personality. Okay. What in a personality, though? Because there's... Sense of humor, for sure. Okay. Because you have to laugh. And laughing creates those endorphins in your brain, you know? And exactly. It, it's the feel-good emotion, so he'll make you feel good, and that's what matters. Sure. Hopefully, I have a good sense of humor to a lot of girls. <laughs> I'm sure, and that's also it goes back to the qualification. You don't want a girl who doesn't have that sense of humor you have. Yeah, that's your test to see if your humor is compatible. Yeah. Yeah, that that is a big thing for me. Exactly. If a girl doesn't think I'm funny, it I could not be in a relationship with her. Exactly. See. And I do have Full a circle, a different sense of humor. I mean, I guess everyone does, right? That I want to be able to tell stupid jokes that are, I don't know, some girls might think are disgusting or immature or like what a 14-year-old would like. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. I, I like that. So I want to find a girl that likes that as well. All right. It's about time to wrap up. That was a super good conversation. It was. We only was covered good. one category out of seven. I know. You guys. I know. Do we I know. need this series I to happen? I think so. Here? I think we need to invite Emma back. Right. <laughs> we do. All right. Thanks for good. having me. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Anytime. All right. So I'll see you guys next time and email. Uh, it's what was it? Oh my god! It's hello at. Br- <laughs> it's on the link. It's on the description. We'll put it there.
All right, I'll see you guys next time. All right.